Hey, what's happening? You're tuned to that Upper Left Life. I'm Randy. I live here in Spokane, Washington. And every other Monday I have conversations with my friends about music, movies, food, and of course, the sights in and around the Pacific Northwest. You know, the 315. Hey, hey, this is Randy Badano. And Dina Badano. And you're listening to Upper Left Life. Today we're sitting here at Grace Cottage. Yeah. This is um, Angelo and Alyssa Santos's cabin here at Loon Lake. We have the opportunity to just hang out and uh, get to, what is that, recharge our batteries, so to speak, right? Fill our cup. Fill our cup. Um, just get our minds out of the day-to-day. Anyways, we were talking about like storytelling on our way here. I saw this thing on YouTube about um, this YouTuber. I can't remember her name. But she was talking about, you know, if you're going to do a vlog, you want to develop your storytelling. And so... What I wanted to do with the podcast was, I mean, I do love the fact that we do a, you know, here, here, me and my friends and Dina will do like a, a round table kind of conversation, right? We'll go in, throw something, each one of us will participate and, you know, throw our two cents into the deal. But Dina is doing something different with her podcast. This coming podcast, she's going to be doing something, which kind of promoting here, right? One of one of her podcasts that she's doing. What? I'm not doing it on my podcast. I'm doing it for the Expo seventy four. Okay. For the celebration for the fiftieth next That's year. That's what it is. It's it's not going to be on my podcast you're not at gonna, all. You're not going to do anything with your podcast about it. No. Oh. No. Sheila's going to take the audio clips that we're doing, and we are hoping to get it, to be able to give it to the the uh, organizations that that is putting on the expo, okay. and maybe hoping to get some sponsors. We've already got somebody that's going to do the audio, um, remix the audio. Okay. So, it's cool. Yeah. It's so that, really that's cool. That's what I thought was... Because but it's we, not in my pockets. Okay. Well, yeah. then that was my mistake. But what I really was interested in is the fact that you got to go and have conversations with um, the people who actually lived it and have gone through that expo. And you had that opportunity to sit around and talk to them and they could tell you stories about, you know, their experiences with Expo 70. Was it 74 74? 74. 74. And Which is the World's Fair that yeah. came to Spokane and really put Spokane on the map. So yeah. it's really cool. And we totally changed or completely changed Riverfront Park in downtown. Yeah, because there used to be a Chinatown, a Japantown. A the, railroad. A railroad that Right was on the river. There. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things that was downtown that's not there anymore. And I think we had talked about that somewhere in our pre, in my one of my previous uh, podcasts. But the cool thing about it is that's 
what we were talking well the the cool thing that i got from it was it was really nice that you got to sit around and talk to these elderly people because these 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 people got to be in their 80s and 90s right now right yeah yeah and that's what's really cool about it is these are stories that they had that unless you guys had talked about it or you know somebody brought it up these stories would have just died yeah and even one gal that i talked to this week she was 50 when she went so she was 50 another gentleman was 38 another gentleman it was him and his son he was in his 30s and his son was nine. Oh wow so i got to hear a 30 year old's perspective and a nine-year-old it was really cool from back then from back then and so this this is what's really cool is because this also circles back around uh dina and i were sitting at the lower deck here at uh at grace cottage and we were talking about like uh, history about ourselves really like you know she was asking questions about how, what was the first things i remembered as a kid um you know from from the first memories to to like when we we ended up talking about these really <laughs> just trying to piece our life together this is weird because i haven't really pieced it together like that it, my my life in my brain seems really choppy there's a lot of things that uh had happened in my brain out of order because of the things that had happened i i don't know why i mix it up in my brain um but we had also talked about um her grandparents and um how uh grandpa used to talk about uh he he, he started opening up about world war ii with me and it was really interesting and i and it really sucks because these are stories that are now lost i have to really try to remember exactly what he told me about um what he had experienced out there but it was really it was really cool the fact that he can actually open up to to us and actually talk about it because for a long time he didn't really talk about it with anybody no he didn't he didn't want to talk about it but i rem i wish somebody would have had the opportunity like i have today to sit down with him and really get to know what happened what the i know there was probably a lot of horror and sadness and death all around him yeah and to relive that is hard but but to I, keep it bottled up i think is worse for him yeah i i i know he always had the same exact story like he was every day the nazis would line him up every morning their their um battalion and then every day he thought he was going to die because they would threaten them, that they were going to shoot them. Yeah. And then I remember he talked about moldy bread. They, he lived on, like, stale moldy bread and barely any water every day. And then when they were liberated by the French, he they put them, they housed them in these barns that had sugar they were uh big huge vats of sugar and the 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 men would like eat the sugar and get really sick so that's all i know that's that's the entirety of what he would tell i know he i know he told me other stories 
which is kind of interesting. I just have to, it sucks because it's like, I can't remember it. Well, the reason why I'm bringing this up, talking about the YouTuber, talking about, you know, telling a really good story. I, I think that's something I would really like to get into is like to really get to get a good story down on, um, a person or an event or a place and really capture that uh, as a goal really is what I want to do um, so the next so you're gonna hear like I think I'm gonna try to see if I can kind of like you know with with Angelo or with um, Ryan or with Aaron or with Akiko or Sawyer or Dina or whoever's in it with me like I I want to go in and actually kind of get things changing so that there's more of a story. We did the, Angela and I had done one on um, Sam Baird who had uh, recently passed in the last um, podcast we did. And just to, and that was like one of the ones where you kind of get to see a glimpse of that person. Uh, and and I'd like to, I'd like to touch more on things like that where if it's you know touching on a person or or getting more into the area that we're talking about so and i know you gave gave some feedback that his wife really appreciated it that his, i think it was his mom or his mom yeah yeah, yeah. so which, which is really cool for us to know um and there was you know there's there's also a gofundme that was listed there and i didn't i didn't mention it um, online or online that last time, but it was in the in the notes, and you can kind of click into it and go to that GoFundMe to help the family. And you could always share that on your Facebook page. Yeah, true. Just true. saying. So I can I can probably just share that on my Facebook page and get everything going. I really think our kids would have loved to have heard our conversation that we just had. Yeah. Um, on the lower deck because we were really talking about like our life and our life history and even us getting together and I really think even like maybe future generations would love to know yeah. some of that history too well I remember when we were in California for uh, the wedding right and we were there in, at my parents house Was that the for wedding? Paulina's wedding yeah. your niece yeah and we were there yeah and we ended up talking about my dad explained how his dad my grandpa made it to guam and that blew me away yeah that we was didn't, a weird we didn't know that story that yeah, was cool that's a weird story and so that was kind of interesting to hear that how my grandpa was in the filipino uh was in the philippines army and was helping the americans out in world war ii and uh, was given the opportunity to work for the U.S. And he had two places to go to. Either Guam or Hawaii. And he chose Guam because it was closer. It was a closer flight to the Philippines if he needed to go back to the homeland to go and, you know, take care of stuff there in their village or whatever. And so that was kind of an interesting thing. I've never known that story. I always thought, uh, well, I don't know why. They just moved there for, you know, just to move there. But that was the, that was the history on how he got there and how my, how my folks ended up being 
in Guam, which was weird. And then... Uh, I think I always heard your mom's side, but I never heard your dad's side. Yeah, I don't even know my mom's side of the story on how they got to Guam. I remember your mom talking about... Um, didn't one of your aunties move there first because of becoming a nurse or I can't remember I can't remember yeah we need to ask your mom but these are these are stories for you should be on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) but these are stories that you I, I want the listeners to actually go and talk to your family you know and see yeah, go record some of those. I mean, these, family. this is history, and so this is this is history for Make you. Make sure you take your phone out and use your voice memo, and save it. Yeah. Because we all have our iPhones or Samsung, whatever you use. Use your voice memo, and that's how I've been recording these audio clips, and they're great. Yeah. Um. It's or YouTube it, pres- like preserving it's just that family history. Yeah, it's it's a big deal to see that. Um, now that we have the technology to do it, why lose all that history that you've had? You know, your family has had this history, and you know, it's I I would highly suggest start doing that because you know I I realized it was uh, my buddy Dave Robinson um, stopped by work on Friday and we were talking and we were just talking about geez man it's it's crazy that we're at this age now you know I'm I'm 51 I think Dave is around 50s also he might be a little older than me but we're talking about that you know we're at this age where people are people that we know are, are all of a sudden just falling and just uh, disappearing on us and just passing so it's really hard uh, it's really hard at this point in my life because it's like, oh my, my brain's still thinking I'm like 21. Like, but in reality, you know, we're, we're 51 now and we're, we're getting to that point where, um, you're, you're starting to lose. And this is not a die and this is not a downer thing. I just want you guys to go, Hey, these are important. Maybe I should record some stuff because my kids want, might want to know, or I didn't know this story or whatever. I'm just fascinated learning other people's stories, too. Yeah. And even since we became members at the Mac Museum, mm-hmm. like, even the history of those, uh, the the lithograph uh, series that they have in, in one of the galleries right now, it's all uh, early 1900s lithograph and just the stories behind... Yeah. Those artists, or even the Japanese photographer, photographer who took pictures of Native Americans. Uh, where is that? At? Okanagan. In Okanagan. In Okanagan, in a way that nobody else took them. Took them. Yeah. They yeah. Just, it was so crazy to go and see this history, and everybody, you know, how did this Japanese guy decide to, you know, go land and do this? in Okanagan? Yeah. Weird. Anyway. And he was a son of a samurai he was his background his family were samurai yeah it's crazy it's crazy and now he's he's like this photographer that's just amazing photos and Alyssa and angela told me they watched the bbc series on Mm. they have his movie on there now so 
Yeah, something, you guys should to, watch something it. to check out. I mean, these stories, and that's the whole reason why we watch movies. We listen to podcasts. Uh, we read books. These are stories that that can affect you emotionally uh, and, and kind of work with your brain. But to have uh, a story from your life explained to you on how you got to somewhere or how your parents got somewhere, grandparents got to somewhere... This is like really cool things to to have and to to cherish. So just something out there. This is a different podcast. I just really wanted to talk about storytelling and and um, how important it is for people to pass these on to the generations after us. Well, I would like to tell one little story. Okay. As we were coming out here to Grace Cottage and we went down to the lower deck and there's pine needles everywhere and we had to kind of water the plants and set some things up. As I was sweeping the pine needles and the pine cones, it reminded me of all the years of going to my what my grandparents called the picnic grounds. And you've been there. Yeah. But I remember when we would first arrive to the picnic grounds and this was... Just a plot of land that my great-grandfather built. He was a carpenter. And it's by a creek. Right by a creek where I would catch crawdads as a little girl. Even her kids caught them with hot dogs. Oh, my God, those crawdads were fun. And uh, it's actually right next to Dina's cousin's property. Yes, it was. Yeah. So my my great-grandma and grandpa lived uh, there also. They had a house there. But he built... This outdoor kitchen. It mm. has cold running water, like the best tasting water, because it comes from the Wallawa Mountains, and it was ice cold. Yeah. So everything was cold running water. There was a sink. There was an out big outdoor fire pit, which everything was thrown in and burned, <laughs> <laughs> like plastic. Yeah, everything. <laughs> like, Whatever garbage you had, it was gone by the time you left. You didn't have to bring anything back. Yeah. But I remember we, because there was also these two great big huge poplar trees, and then in between the trees, my grand, my great grandpa, had built uh, a picnic table. It was a table that spanned across the two trees. I think and, it was live edge too, right? Yeah, live edge, and it was beautiful. And I think about twenty people could sit there. I yeah. mean, I remember all my grandparents' friends. Yeah, because it was like um, a it was bench seating. Yeah, this long table. With just a really long table. And then, of course, they'd have other smaller, like, chairs and Mm -hmm. things that we'd set up. And And it was covered. Yeah. Yeah, it was covered, which was really cool, except for the fire pit wasn't. But the some parts of it was and Mm -hmm. some parts of it wasn't. But, man, we spent many, many, many picnics there, like, just the picnic grounds and and, birthday parties. and. It was funny because I think we've... When I, when we moved up here and we were going, we were going over there to see Grandma and Grandpa, we'd always go during Chief Joseph days. Yeah. And we can like camp there and yeah, spend the night there. And then there's like you know all these, the the big action that's going on there and uh, Joseph for that big, uh, uh, Joseph the and rodeo. Enterprise for the rodeo. Yeah. There a would powwow. also be a powwow. Mm-hmm. There was um, a carnival. Yeah, it was fun. And a parade. Well, Joseph was, yeah, because we were, I mean, the kids were, 
in the parade several times. It was hilarious that they... Yeah, cause my Dina, grandpa took him <laughs> in his Model T because yeah. he had his Model T. And then I remember they did the kids' parade and they had their scooters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there was that one year where they got to... Uh, Grab the candies and throw the candies out to all the, all the kids out while they're. Oh gosh, I just remember being a kid and having all that candy thrown to you. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> and seeing the princesses on the horses, mm-hmm. and then the which your cousin Native Americans also on the horses. Yeah. But your cousin was there a couple times where she was not one of the the rodeo gals that yeah the rodeo purchased. queen yeah yep <laughs> That's right. yep. Good stuff. Uh, I remember, like, when I was sweeping the pine cones tonight, I'm like, oh, my God, I remember doing this at the picnic grounds and just being so excited to be there and mm. to clean everything up and sit down, and then we'd build a fire at night. It just Pretty good nos- memories. Yeah. Pretty nostalgic, for sure. And it was so rustic but cool. It was everything cool. I thought it was cool. everything was like an outdoor kitchen. Yeah. At one point we invited all of our friends over and we all stayed at yeah. the campgrounds at one year. Yeah. yeah it, it was a horse pasture for most of the year, but in the summer it turned into the picnic grounds. Yep. Yep. Good times. In any case, these are memories that shouldn't be lost. It, it should be remembered and it should be passed on. Um just think about doing it for yourselves and for your family. I think it's important. Uh, and we'll we'll try to do better at it here on this podcast. This is Sounds Randy Budano. Dina Budano. You've been listening to that upper love life. And dream big with Dina Budano. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.